This podcast was recorded for the Sound Environment Show on Radio Galari. Radio Galari is a community radio station based in the Kimberley, Western Australia. For more information, go to www.galari.com. So on tonight's show, we have a very special guest with us, uh, Mr. Malcolm Lindsay from Environs Kimberley. And uh, Malcolm's a bit of a bilby whisperer. Welcome to the show, Malcolm. Thanks. Welcome. welcome. Um, thanks for having me back. No problems. And I heard you've uh, heard a few rumours you've found a few bilbies lately. Yeah, well, I was luckily, uh, I was on the show last week talking about bilbies that we'd found in Gooniandi country out near Fitzroy Crossing. Um, and some bilbies have uh, popped up more recently uh, close to Broome. And how close to Broome are we talking about? Well, they're out um, in the Crab Creek Road area. And for a lot of people out in there, they won't be too surprised because there's a lot of people locally who know that bilbies are out there and that's one of the spots that you actually see them um so how many bilbies do you think are in the crab creek area this they're actually first spotted um the most recent ones by staff at the broom bird observatory um who were driving up and down that road obviously a lot and they saw a couple of bilbies on two different occasions um and they saw tracks as well on on the uh, road there so they let a few of us know and we got out there and um, started having a bit of a hunt around, a bit of a look around, um, because obviously I've done work on bilbies elsewhere. And then, yeah, we're lucky enough to find some pretty fresh um, sign. And were these bilbies close to the uh, land clearing that's happening out, out of town there? Yeah, unfortunately they are. So we think that um, minimum there's about two bilbies currently hopping around. And the one closer to the highway, yeah, it's, it's within 500 metres of the area that's just been cleared for the new part of the new industrial development out there well we're, we're a little bit concerned because um so basically Landcorp, who are doing the development out on the highway they've gone through um had various surveys done and gone through proper processes to try and tick the boxes to make sure they're not destroying anything too important um and during those surveys they actually didn't find any sign of bilbies at all um i'm not sure why i'm not sure whether they weren't looking in the right place or whether the bilbies have just moved in recently so they've gone about their process as if there's no bilbies there but the recent sightings and the fact they're so close and it's so fresh and there's two or more bilbies hopping around, for us just, you know, makes us think that I think the, the goalposts have really shifted. So we're just hoping that um, if there's any new land clearing, I think they've, they've stopped for the moment out there in terms they've done as much as they plan to, but we're just hoping that any new land clearing would actually be halted until we have a better chance to really see how important the area is because obviously we didn't know that beforehand. But we do know now that the habitat is obviously important for bilbies and there's lots of them hopping around. What would happen if the bilbies were living in an area they wanted to clear? Is there any way of getting around that? Yeah, well, I mean, I mean that area, not only is there bilbies now, but there's been bilbies there in the past. As I said, a lot of people know about them anecdotally. Um, there was one sighted officially there in 1998. And the habitat's probably quite um, important for bilbies because unlike other parts of the Dampier Peninsula, it actually hasn't been heavily burnt by fire. Um, I think it's because that proximity to Roebuck Bay Plains, uh, sorry, the, the plains there, um, means that it's a little bit protected by fire. So it's just a matter of working out how important the area is to bilbies. And if it turns out to be quite important to areas, that area to bilbies, then there's various processes you can go to to, to I guess, um, either manage for that and try to avoid more important areas or avoid doing things at certain times when bilbies might be there. And if um, it's necessary that you have to do it and you have to destroy certain areas and certain habitat, then there's certain ways that they can uh, companies such as Main Roads who have proposed to do the Cape Levesque Road, um, they found a lot of bilbies as well. And that situation 
Um, the federal government has said, we suggest that you guys have offset payments to offset the damage you're going to do to this key Bilby habitat. So that's another avenue that Landcorp could go down if need be, if that's what eventuated, where um, it's admitted that they're going to be destroying key Bilby habitat, so hopefully they could fund um, Bilby conservation elsewhere or nearby, more importantly. But there are issues with offsets for development in that you can only do that so many times, and mm. that's what's really been seen in Queensland at the moment. There's a, a threatened bird there called the black-throated finch, and basically mining companies are destroying the um, forest where this finch lives to the point now where um, one of the new coal mines proposed, they're saying, oh, we'll just buy new bits of forest for the finch and we'll protect it. And the scientists are saying, no, that bit of forest where you're about to clear is the last habitat for that finch that exists. There's no other habitat you can buy or offset with. So offsets is a tricky thing, um, but it is possible to do that sometimes and in some cases. I'm not, and I'm not sure if that's the case with Bilby. I'd have to look into that. And has Landcorp been contacted about these bilbies that have been found near where they've been clearing? Yeah, so we contacted uh, Landcorp. We've spoken to them a couple of times. We um, requested meetings um, and we also asked that they stop any new land clearing until we can have a proper chance to chat about things. Uh, but they feel like they've done everything they need to, so they're just going ahead with the development and um, they also haven't taken us up on our offer to meet them down at the site and have a chat about these things. So um, so they're just going about the processes if they've done everything they need to. But So because of that, we um, sent letters to the uh, State Environment Minister and the Federal Environment Minister to actually get our concerns to them as well. And we do know that the um, Federal Department of Environment are also starting to look into this as a bit more as well. So um, we're not saying that the development shouldn't go ahead. We're just hoping that there'll be a bit of a pause just while we've got a chance to actually work out how many bilbies are there and how important the area is. Mm, yeah, well, certainly Landcor did go through the correct process and we're operating under the assumption that there were no bilbies. But there needs to be some flexibility now that we've got this new information that there are definitely bilbies in the area. Uh, Malcolm Lindsay, what kind of response have you gotten from the state or federal government to those letters you've sent about the bilbies? Oh, just polite. We thank you for your letter sort of thing. <laughs> We're not sure exactly how much is being, moving is going on there. Yeah. Uh, just on that, in terms of the gone through the proper processes, um, we're yet to see a lot of the documents that and the surveys that were done, so we're actually not sure how proper the surveys were. Um, I'd like to uh, assume the best that the surveys were done properly, but we do know, for instance, that there's also a, a priority plant in the area, which is called the Cable Beach Gum, and that only occurs on the Broome Peninsula, and um, we do know that the surveys that were done didn't even pick up this species. So ecological surveys can be done sometimes properly or not so well, depending on who they get. And in this situation in particular with that plant ID, they totally missed um, what is a priority and potentially threatened plant. So we hope that the surveys have done being done properly for bilbies. Um, for that cable beach gum, um, it hasn't been so. Well... In any case, we know that the bilberries are out there near Crab Creek. We know that Land Corp hasn't uh, really responded and they are just uh, going ahead with their with their current plans. Uh, what's the next move from Environs, Kimberley? Um, look, we're just keeping up the dialogue, um, both with the Federal Department of Environment. Um, we're happy to keep up the dialogue with Land Corp and obviously we're keeping um, the Trishliners, Yaru, um, informed as well. Um, but we'll just keep on talking to those people. Um, we think that the major development that they were doing, the clearing they've done, has been um, they're getting to the stage where they finish this 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 stage of the development. So there's less um, 
you know, so the, the time isn't ticking as much as what it was in the first place where we thought that they might clear some of the areas where the bilbies are. So we're just going to keep up the dialogue, keep on talking to those environmentalists and hopefully have a chance to have a proper conversation about what is the new environment or the new state of play for bilbies in that area and, and how that relates to the environmental management of the project and the potential threats of that project. Well, I hope for a good outcome for all those little bilbies. Uh, Dr Malcolm Lindsay, thanks for talking to Sound Environment. Pleasure.